open up to the spontaneity and see what else God has in store for you. See who else you're meant to meet. See how else you're meant to make your money or be expressive or play or, or any of it. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Hello, my precious. How are you? Hello from London. I got on a night flight Thursday and landed here on Friday and I've just had one of the most amazing weekends of my life with so many incredible, awesome, juicy, exquisite, high vibe lessons learned. So I wanted to pop on here and share them with you today in hopes that they'll be an inspiration for all of us to lean way further into the feminine way of doing life, which this world is not super supportive of. So let's kick this off with a prayer and I will share with you what's been going on, what I'm learning, and uh, I think it's going to be a juicy episode. <sighs> Dear God, thank you. Thank you for the real truth, the real miraculous, incredible, mystical ways that we get to experience this life. I pray that you would make your ways even more obvious to us modern day women. Make the instincts and the intuition and the whispers from the divine more clear and louder to us. May we look for you and these listen for these whispers more than ever. We just know that doing life this way has so much more flow, fun, abundance, joy, wholeness, all of it. We pause our busy brains and active lives for these few moments to just relax, to remember that all is well with you, all is whole, all is peaceful, all is in alignment. And as we feel into how perfect this moment is. We thank you. We thank you for the absolute perfection of this moment. And we pray all this believing. Amen. Amen, amen. Okay. <clears throat> Enjoying some coffee over here, hanging out with you. And um, I had a super awesome girlfriend come in to meet me in London. And we had such a fun time. And so first of all, I just want to also prioritize female friendships. 
You know, I think that so much of our life gets focused around responsibilities, work, being responsible, being practical, like doing all the stuff that we're supposed to do for everyone else. And, and even people that we love in our families or our, our work lives, whatever. And, you know, throughout the years, I just always, I don't know, I was just so focused on work that I didn't just prioritize fun. So anyways, this girlfriend comes into town. And that was just such a gift and blessing in and of itself, just to have like a couple of days of just girlfriend playtime where it wasn't about work play even it was just play and so we started going around London and you know we hit coffee shops and champagne bars and and oyster places and pubs and like it was it's just been fun one of the things that I noticed is we were given Almost at every turn, we were given opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to see how good were we willing to let life get. And what I mean by that is, were we going to be complacent with good? Were we going to settle for like, yeah, this is great. Or were we going to hold out for the, oh my gosh, this is so incredibly amazing. And it started out, um, I don't know if you're on my text list. If you are not, we'll drop a link below where you can get on Gina's journal and then we'll make sure you get my text. But I wanted to, to send out a text and we were like going to go for a coffee. And um, I was like, wait, I want to just write this text while I'm, you know, fresh in the London vibes. And, and then we we're going to find a breakfast place. So we were like looking around. I was like, well, do we want to sit here? just to have a coffee while I did that. And I noticed like the one cafe, it was like all in the shade and it was just a little too chilly that morning to like not have a sunny spot. And then we sat down at another place and what, I, I mean, it's, it's a turkey bacon and I just, I gotta go. Like it's, just, it's not my, my joint. And, um, and then I'm like, oh, this this place looks good. So we went across the street and there was like a little cafe. It was like a little Italian looking espresso bar. And I was like, all right, that's good. And I, and I noticed I was like, oh, they're drinking out of paper cups. Like I, I just, I don't like paper or plastic. I like to sit down with an espresso or a cappuccino in like a glass mug. And I was like, let me just, I'm just going to stop send this text and then we're going to go find the place we're meant to be with. And then we, I did, we walked and like two blocks around a corner, like on this like little side street was like the most epic, you know, it was like scrambled eggs with topped with truffles and it was like the best atmosphere and it was like just beautiful. And we were, and you know, and the, the seats were like not in full sun or not full shade. Like it was just perfect. And it was like, wow, this is amazing. Thank goodness we held out. And then almost every juncture we had the opportunity to be like, are we going to go for the paper cups or not? And it was, she was like, took me to this one place and um, I just wasn't feeling it, but I didn't want to say anything because I knew she had picked this place out and I looked around and, and she just looked at me and she's like, it's paper cups. We're leaving here. 
and there wasn't even a lot of time to like she was going to catch a train to like, catch the next spot but then she's like no no, no. and then we found this inc- like fabulous patisserie and we sat outside again and it was like the most gorgeous napoleon i've ever had with the beautiful cappuccino and a great atmosphere like everything was like yes we were looking for a lunch spot it was like the same thing well i started to like notice some whispers and the reason why we were a little rushed a particular morning because she was going to catch the train to to go back home and i just said to her i said look do, do what you want you know she's got kids and so i was like no pressure but do you have to take the one o'clock train? I said, are there others? And she's like, mm. like, I mean, it just feels a little rushed, you know, and, and the feminine is about spaciousness. And she's like, well, let me call my sitter and see if I can stay later. And the sitter was like, yeah, we're having so much fun. And there's this and that going on. Like everyone was fine. So she didn't take a letter train. And then we went, Anyways, there were there were lunch places, there were dinner places, and we had kind of gotten a late start for dinner. So we went to one place, and they were fully booked, and we didn't we didn't want reservations because we wanted to be in the flow. We went to another place, and all the people were saying, "Look at the restaurants are closing. You're not going to get something." And so we were just like, "Well, I guess we just better take this spot." And like we went in and we sat down, and it's like the lights were bright, and I looked at the food around, and it didn't look fab. It was fine, and it was even kind of like I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant because people in London would know it's sort of an institution, but it wasn't like it had kind of seen its day. And she's like, "Let's go," and I was like, "Are you serious? Like we just kind of like asked for a special favor to get in to get this late night table," and she's like, "Let's go." And then we went to what looked like this gorgeous little like French, like just like a really small little kind of quaint place. And I was like, well, this is great. We'll have French food and champagne. And we sit there, we we ordered two glasses of champagne, look at the menu. But there was like, it was like just tapas style. Like it wasn't dinner and we were hungry. And she's like, let's go. I'm like, we're now risk. It's already been late on the street. So she takes me to a different area. She's like, let's go find something. So we go to Mayfair and the restaurant that we were going to try to get into, there was like a bunch of traffic. And so I just look out and I was like, let's get out here. And I couldn't see the name of the restaurant, but it just looked vibey. It looked like this is where we want to be. And then I realized what it was. I had literally read about this place in a magazine. It's like on all the top lists. We go in, we're like, can we get a table for two? And they're like, absolutely. Like we got like the, one of the last tables had like, there was music. It was a vibe. The food was so epic. We actually ordered our entree twice because it like, we couldn't get enough. Had so much fun, went dancing afterwards. And the same thing happened. Like another place that we sat down to have a coffee or a drink or a meal. And I just realized how much I don't give myself permission to get up and walk out. Like how much I'm like, well, look, this is fine. Like, you know, I'm just going to, it's just a coffee. We're not going to be that long. It's just a drink. It's just our lives. It's just uh, like whatever we're making these excuses for. And as much as I love Glenn, I got to tell like the man loves a pre-plan. And he's going to follow through on it, which is an incredible, incredible skill set. Like 
Well, that was with Glenn. If I sat down in a place, I'm like, I'm not feeling it. You're going you're to have dinner there. Like, no, it's fine, Gina. And the, 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 the masculine, when, it, when it's just about the linear and the probable and the practical, you miss out on the spontaneity and the mystical and like what could have been. And we were joking around the rest of the weekend. We're like, what would it have been like if we would have just stayed at that London institution, had dinner, gone back, watched a movie, and said we had like one of the most memorable meals of our life, went out dancing afterward. Like it just like one thing led to the next, led to the next. Any, anyways, she ended up like staying another night, you know, called the sitter again. And it was like we were in such flow and spontaneity. And that was the thing that I felt that I was like missing in life. And part of why I'm taking this, you know, fall adventure is, and, and I don't have a plan. Like I just had a ticket to London and I, and I had a five nights of a hotel reservation. I didn't know where, I don't know where I'm going next. So stay tuned. <laughs> Glenn keeps calling and he's like, do you, have you made up your mind yet? And I was like, no, I'm in the flow. He's like, I got it. You're in the flow, Gina. You're in the flow. And it just feels so good to not have a reservation, to not have a plan, to get back to my instincts of just feeling my way through life. I um sadly entered my passcode into my phone too many times. And has anyone ever done that? It like straight up locks you out. So I was at the Apple store this morning getting that fixed. And I looked down at the door and I was going to jump in a taxi to come back to my hotel. And I was like, what if I just walk? Like, what if I just kind of meander and just see what I see in the meantime? And I'm just experiencing these different streets and different shops. And it's a bank holiday here. So the streets were kind of quiet. And then there was this one exquisite little restaurant that of course I like stumble on. And it's just the perfect spot to have lunch on the way back to the hotel that I never would have found if I was just like, oh, I got to get back to the hotel. I got to answer these emails, record that podcast, do the things. I was like, I know I've just had this luxurious, beautiful, spacious, fun weekend. You know, so like I should go back and like not take time for lunch and or not lunch, but you know, like to go to a restaurant for lunch. And I was like, but why not? This is my life. Like, this is a beautiful street. It's, I can make the time. It, it's a choice. It's, it's a choice to live. It's a choice to thrive. It's a choice to choose pleasure. And, and it's just feeling really good to experience adventure again, like experience the unknown and look at it's not really well supported in the world you know if you if you haven't made your new year's eve plans by september you know it's like everything's booked by now you're supposed to be making your spring break plans and it's like if you're traveling or whatever and i'm like i don't even know i don't even want to make friday night plans you know I, it's monday like well, how do i know what i'm going to be in the mood for and I get it. There's certain times where you do need to go and you make a reservation and this and that, but it's like, it's just incredible how penalized we are for being in a feminine flow. You know, Glenn's always like, well, if you don't book your ticket now, the prices are going to go up. And he's not wrong. If you don't book the reservation now, it's going to fill up. And I was just like, what if this world was just 
more supportive of the feminine. And then I thought, well, Gina, what if you <laughs> were more supportive of the feminine? What if you just made a different choice? What if you let yourself be more feminine, more spontaneous, like go slower so that I'm not going so fast that I'm missing the intuitive hits and, you know, spaciousness and thinking or just seeing who I meet next and, and where the flow actually is. Cause we're always being divinely guided always. But I know that when I get too much in a routine and too much in the go, go, go schedule, 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 it's just not how I, I want to live life. I get that I've been conditioned for it. I get that it almost feels irresponsible. Um, to not do all the right things, which are all the masculine things. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not canceling client calls. I'm not, not doing my stuff. I'm just doing it in su from such a different place of beingness. I'm doing it from prioritizing play and pleasure. Like what I actually write about in my book. And I was like, wow, I just remember like I was, I was sitting there at lunch today and, you know, there were like, I don't know, three, four tables in the restaurant. I was like, how little of my life I've just taken myself out to lunch on a Monday and enjoyed a glass of rosé with lunch. All you Europeans, you, like I know you're like, this. we do this all the time. Well, Americans don't. <laughs> and it just felt divine. And you know, it, it wasn't all day day drinking. I had a glass of wine and a beautiful lunch and came back and I've been doing some Zoom meetings that I just, I know I brought a different sparkle, a different essence, a different flair to because I, I filled up my joy cup. And I don't know what form it takes for you. For me, it's, there's a, my joy cup is travel, it's friendship, it's to do some shopping, which was fun. Um, but I'm also enjoying like space, time alone, time with my thoughts, time to not be doing. And then also prioritizing my body, like getting back into working out and exercising in a, not in a punishing way, but in a way that like feels really good. It's like really taking care of me. Not saying I'm too busy, not saying I'm going to do it when a launch is over or, you know, after I've you know, or not while I'm traveling, you know, I'm just letting go of all the excuses and saying yes to all the desires. And I can feel the, the magnetism coming in where, you know, opportunity after opportunity is coming in, not because I'm going for it, but because I'm being in relationship. All these opportunities are coming through people that I, that I'm meeting that are just saying, Hey, I want to connect you. I want to introduce you. And it's like, yes, you know, this is the feminine way being in collaboration, learning how to be a woman from, from other women. This morning over coffee, my girlfriend and I were talking and we were, kind of, we were reviewing our dreams and, and what, not like our vision, but like what I dreamt about last night, literally. And it was just, so cool to see her insights and I know that I shared some that were expansive for her 
it's like we learn how to deepen our womanhood and femininity from being around other women who are wise and powerful and feminine and as well. And so I, I part of what I wanted to share here is if you're interested in adding more spark in your life, add more spontaneity. Like just look to see where you can just be a little less regimented, a little less routine, a little more spontaneous. I'm not talking about being spontaneous about picking up your kids. No, you need to be there when there's or like, you know, moving client calls around. Like this isn't about being flaky. This is about creating the space so that you can be spontaneous or, or even taking the risk. You know, it was a risk for us to leave where we were at, the only known food place open at the time, to go across town in hopes of something else would be open and that there would be space for us. And what I find is the universe is so loving, so generous, so unlimited we were the only ones limiting ourselves and we were listening to people who had very limited thinking. Oh, the restaurants are all closing. And then when we got there, it's like the entire street of the, that we were on, like everything was open and hopping and happening. It was this other section of town that wasn't. And they're like, yep, things are closing. You know, you're probably not going to get in and, you know, and all that conditioning is like, oh, well then what if we don't? And Open up to the spontaneity and see what else God has in store for you. See who else you're meant to meet. See how else you're meant to make your money or be expressive or play or or any of it. In my experience, though, it's important for us to have time alone with our thoughts. It's necessary that we do not isolate in the process. Because this learning from being in the room and being in real life and being in relationship and in real connection, that's, that's where everything gets exponential. Like I'm still in awe. There's podcasts that people are introducing me to, to, to be on podcasts. There's in-person speaking events. There's, I think I've shared, there's, there's corporate bulk book buys that are happening all because I got out from behind the computer and went and got in the same room with other women. And so whether it's just the, the genuine generosity of the relationships that are coming, um, you know, and it goes, it goes both ways, but it's not tit for tat. It's like, you know, I've been generous as well. Like, oh, let me introduce you to this person. Let me introduce you to that person. It's fun. It's easy. But, and it's so expansive. And then being around my friend this weekend, like really seeing that mirror of taking a stand for epic, not good enough. And there was a time, she was starting to get tired at one point and she's like, yeah, this, this'll do. And I was like, no, 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 no. We have, we've not done three days of epicness in London to end it off with this will do. Like we're getting out of here. We're going to go find something else. And then it was another like, you know for the win, for the win. So if this is resonating with you, if this is interesting to you, I want to invite you to come be in the same room with me and other women just like you who are equally epic, smart, soulful, and where we're all leaning into this 
deeper feminine space that's not just a love fest, but it's also powerful in, in, in terms of expansion, in terms of bringing an opportunity, in terms of more joy, fun, laughter, and self-awareness that comes in the process. So my brand new Own Your Throne Mastermind is now open. So we'll have a link in the show notes or you can go to divineliving.com forward slash mastermind. It starts in September 2022 and the women that have already enrolled are just, I'm, I'm so grateful that I followed my intuition a year and a half ago to start closing down and doing things that I could do, things that were good enough so that I could step into this epic vortex with those of you that this is what you're craving. Yes. Yes. It's about greater career success, but it's also about a richer experience in life and being around others who are really exploring everything from sleeping better to calling in a relationship that's really in alignment for them to getting out of relationship dynamics that are just no, like it's just been putting up with it or holding on for, for, too long. And these women are making some just incredible changes in their life. And they're, the reason why I wanted a year of, for the mastermind is the level of transformation that women like us are seeking. It's not a quick fix. It's not a, it's not a 10 week course. It's not a, I mean, th those are always helpful if you're in the right vortex, um, to really open up your mind. But there's something that I've been really devoted to recently. It's an understanding, you know, there's three levels that I'm really working in. And one, the first level is information. Like getting good information can be super eye-opening and, and, and helpful. And then there's a slightly deeper one where you're education, where you're really getting educated. And it's, it's, it's really changing your mindset and it's changing your way of thinking. Then there's transformation. So it's information, education, transformation is what we're doing in this mastermind where we've got a year long container to really, you know, let go of the pieces in, in a graceful unfolding sort of way to see all of what is no longer serving you. And then having that fierce audacity to be like, yep, this is me. This is what I'm going for. This is what I'm stepping into. I choose me and I choose my greatness. And that takes time and evolution to really get the transformation into the physical form. Because it starts with the, the spiritual, then it goes to the emotional, then it goes to the physical. So if this is something that sounds like what you're craving is my mentorship from this feminine spiritual place that yes, it's not, not about career and money growth. Trust. I'm, I'm still a Capricorn. I'm still Gina DeV. It's just done in, in a even richer way than I ever have experienced before. And if you're looking to seriously up level your social circle, well go to divineliving.com forward slash mastermind, because these are women that you want to know, meet, travel with, just be in just a really intimate elite group where it's not elite in like a, 
you know, snobby way. It's, it's elite in we're all going for the best versions of our lives and really taking a stand for each and every person in the group to do the same. So if that speaks to you, check it out. Like I said, it starts in September. So get those applications in. I'm doing an interview, a personal interview with, with everyone um, that the application looks like it might be right for. So we can really, really vet out, like, is this the, the, the right program for you, the right experience for you? Um, so that, that is definitely uh, part of the offering. And wherever you're at in your journey, add the spontaneity. Just look for places where you can get out of the rut, out of the routine, out of the boredom, out of the status quo. And when you create that space, you will see God meet you there. Lots of love.